0: Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Hoff. So utterly surprising to see this. It's absolutely just incredible. It's one thing after another here. I saw this from Fox News. Uh, it was yesterday. Leaked <clears throat> Border Patrol documents show mass release of illegal immigrants into U.S. by the Biden administration. So Shocking. <clears throat> so shocking and this is of course from the administration that insists there's no crisis that they insist that they've got it all under control they insist that um, there's nothing to be concerned with that they are dealing with this Kamala I don't know is this is this approved by the border are? Kamala Harris I don't know welcome to the program folks Email Todd at ToddefShow.com. You can join us on our online community, community.tidefshow.com. Questions, thoughts, feedback, adoration, and praise. I actually got a bit of uh, got a message, a text. You can actually text us too. Uh 317-455-5250. I've got a text from a listener that I do. It was um something I wanna I wanna spend some time clarifying today but this this mess on the southern border um and not only just the general mess but the mess that is being created and dare I say exasperated by the Biden administration and this you know the only two ways of looking at it and I know there's some folks who only look at this one way and say this is absolutely unequivocally an intentional thing. Um, And I'm not suggesting it's not, but there's only two logical conclusions. Either this is intentional or it is not intentional. If it's intentional, then it's premeditated. It is designed for some strategic purpose. It is, they believe in their best interest, they the Democrats, in their best interest to, allow this sort of thing to transpire and to happen if it's unintentional it's obvious that this administration is completely and utterly inept either way this is bad for the United States of America this is bad for um, taxpayers despite, despite what they want to tell you I um, Illegal immigrants coming into this country has a burden on the taxpayer and on the system. Ever wondered? Have you ever wondered? By the way, we've got COVID, right? We got this whole thing with COVID. Um, you know, with with vaccinations and people who haven't gotten vaccinated are being shamed, coerced, and arguably forced. In fact Oz just told me I didn't see this. Oz had just told me before the show kicked off here that Australia and one of the one of the provinces I don't know what do they call them over there but um, is about to begin issuing five thousand dollar fines for people who have not been vaccinated by some such date. Um. We're not we're not far from that. I'm sure some leftists will tell you that's not forced. You don't have to. You can still choose to not get vaccinated. All you have to do is pay the $5,000. And I don't know if that's a recurring thing. Is that, heck, is it daily? I don't know. Anyway, what, with illegal immigration, they act as though there's no burden at all to anything. And let's just take our healthcare system. But with covid with COVID, we're supposed to believe that the reason we have to get vaccinated is because if we don't, we're going to cause the emergency rooms to get overrun. And then people who just want regular, uh, you know, ha- have regular emergency room things, they're not going to be able to go to the emergency room. To which I say, has that, has that happened? I don't even know. I don't think that even happened in New York City when that first hit what uh, March of 2020, I guess. Um, at the height, remember Trump sent ships in, and they converted. Um, they converted some arena or some such thing for for patients, and they never, to my knowledge, used them. In fact, that's one of the um, problems people had with De Blasio. De Blasio was sending people back to nursing homes. And people said, well, wait, you've got this ship out there and you've got this arena that are there to be used. But we're supposed to believe here that we, you know, the the people who are unvaccinated are going to be hit with the version of COVID and overrun the hospitals. And that's going to stop people from getting other treatments and being able to be seen for other emergencies which, of course, this has not happened. The only time it's happened where the people couldn't see doctors um, for things other than COVID was when the government said you couldn't see doctors for things other than COVID. Remember, we had all... If you look at the data, I've seen some numbers on the flu from 2020, and it's it's compared to what it is in other years. I mean, it's beyond obvious um, that... Some, at least some, I'm not, at least some of the COVID cases were um, that, that were counted as COVID were actually flu because you don't have effectively zero one, one year. Anyway, th- but illegal immigration, we're supposed to believe, is not a problem. In fact, Biden and the Democrats are taking, you know, have this under control. I'm waiting for a blue ribbon commission. They've already assigned the Borders Are, but the Borders Are doesn't want to go to the border. She wants to be as far away from the border as possible. Uh, Go to Europe, go to to Asia, Southeast Asia. Stay away from the southern border. When you're in the United States, even go closer to the northern border. That's kind of what we're we're dealing with. But this, this article, I want to look at this really quickly. Let me read the title again. Leaked Border Patrol Documents Show Mass Release of illegal immigrants into U.S. by Biden administration. Subheading here says the Biden administration is releasing enormous numbers of migrants into the U.S., often with little to no oversight. I don't want to say, no, I do want to say, we knew this was already happening. Now, what we didn't have, I guess, before is a document here Um, that's showing this. But just listen to this. At least 160,000, at least 160,000 illegal immigrants have been released into the U.S., often with little to no supervision by the Biden administration since March, including a broad use of limited parole authorities to make more than 30,000 eligible for work permits since August, Border Patrol documents obtained by Fox News shows the documents give a partial snapshot into how Biden, how the Biden administration, has been releasing enormous amounts of migrants into the U.S., often with with little to no oversight, supervision, or immediate risk of deportation. And it's got documents here. Um, Bill Milligan tweeted this out. According to Border Patrol documents provided by a source, the federal government has released over 70,000 illegal immigrants into the U.S. since August 6th, including 31,977 released via parole, temporary legal status eligible for uh, work permits, 94,570 released via NTR uh, since 320. So that astronomical, astronomical numbers, right? Astronomical numbers, clear crisis along the border, being mismanaged arguably intentionally. And even if it's unintentionally, it shows a complete ineptitude uh, from this. Remember from this administration. Remember when Trump was president, in fact, I had a conversation with someone today, when I when I go out into the world, I do this. I just, um, I don't know. People people will share their thoughts. You you can tell from the type of vibe you get or the type of personality you're dealing with. But I asked uh, this this young lady. I, I her name uh, well doesn't matter. I asked her. We started talking about about politics, and she had voted. Um. But she mentioned – she said something along the lines of one of the folks could be a good president if he wasn't so – I forget the word she used – basically unstable, referring to Trump, which is fascinating to me because this is what the evidence is, right? So we have evidence here, and I I said to her – I let her say what she wants to say. I'm not – in those settings, I'm not really trying – um, you know, in those first conversations to convince anybody, I just want people to think. And, and it was um, it was actually at a place where I was getting my hair cut. And I'd mentioned, you know, do you have any, uh, have you noticed any problems getting employees? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can't find employees. And I said, so you've seen firsthand some major changes here in the last nine months. Oh, yeah, Definitely. In her mind, like she, she's seen, she's seen the effects of inflation. She talked about the price of gas. Uh, she talked about. She even brought up uh, renters. Right, she's she's trying to find a property, or a you know a place to rent, and having difficulty because of, um. Be, because according to what she's been told by the the folks that are running these apartment complexes and so forth, they've got. Dozens, if not over a hundred in some places, from what she told me, of people who are overdue in rent, but they can't do anything about it. Although that is recently, that's recently changed. These are problems that didn't exist, folks. Um, several, well, back during, during Trump, right? This, this sort of thing didn't exist. The border patrol or the, the border uh, illegal immigration crisis did not exist. Afghanistan. Afghanistan, say whatever you will. They want to blame Trump for what happened in Afghanistan. But the truth is, it did not happen on his watch. And you know what? It would not have happened on his watch. There is no way, no way in this world, that is how we would have left Afghanistan had Trump been president and commander-in-chief. That simply would not have happened. All these things are Are there? But yet, this uh, this young lady, who um, smart, um, you know, willing to share her thoughts and opinions, she she had heard, I think, so much about the dangers of Trump that Trump became the unstable one. And I'm thinking, we got a guy in here now that can't put together a coherent thought who can't... Man- tell me one... Th- I really mean this. Tell me one one thing that's better. One thing that's better in this nation in 2021 than even in 2020, which by all accounts was an atrocious year in so many ways. Nobody wants to talk about 2020. No one wants to think about 2020, except for when you compare it possibly, possibly to 2021. But yet, that's the perception. Yet, here this stuff is. And, you know, depending upon where folks get their news and how worked up the people they're getting their news from get based upon who's in office, no matter how much they amp up the rhetoric and act like they're terrified to go outside because Trump's president, at any moment he's going to declare a coup and so forth, who's the one that's talking about things? that give the government way too power. Who are the ones that are talking about things like vaccine mandates? Who are these folks? They're they're leftists, right? They're people that that are Democrats. Not every Democrat, but every person that's out there that I've seen, maybe there's an exception or two, but in general, the people clamoring for these mandates and massive government control and Loss of religious liberty and loss of liberty, personal choice regarding what goes into your body in the form of a vaccine or what have you. Um, Those folks are, are Democrats, but yet a lot of folks aren't worked up into a frenzy because the media isn't reporting this stuff with breathlessness. The media isn't reporting what's happening along the southern border where these large numbers, again, as Fox News reports, 160,000, at least 160,000 illegal immigrants have been released into the country by the Biden administration since March. That's effectively, I mean, the very beginning of his term. That's like effectively... For all for all intents and purposes, that's that's day one. That's one of the first things that they started doing. Literally catch and release. That's what we're witnessing here. And so again, you're left with a choice. And I'll leave it to you which one you decide to choose. Is this intentional or is it unintentional? If it's intentional, it is premeditated. It is uh Evidence that they believe that they can benefit from this chaotic mess. They're they're completely breaking uh, the law. They're overwhelming the system. And they think that there will be political benefit from this. If it's unintentional, it's complete ineptitude. We can compare it to something that was happening just months ago with the Trump administration. Nothing like this. And yet, here it is for everyone to see. But it's amazing to me. How people will only see what's there, um, and and have a certain reaction to it based upon based upon the way that it's being uh, the story is being told to them, and in, in some cases whether the story is even being told to them at all. A lot of people have no idea about this. In fact, I had I had someone recently tell me that the the border was secure. Very secure, secure, more secure, and I'm thinking, where in the what in the world, what in the world is MSNBC saying? What is CNN saying? Because the evidence, I mean, not too long ago, we had tens of thousands of people underneath a bridge and outside or near McAllen, Texas. Absolute unmitigated disaster. This is a dumpster fire, and if you remember, we didn't we didn't have any of this stuff. You know what we had for the first. I don't know, a couple of years with Trump was just this stupid story on Russian collusion, which the more we learn about it, which of course you knew and I knew that the whole thing was stupid to begin with. There's literally the most illogical thing I've ever heard discussed and taken up and run with by, by the media or one of them. So we knew it, but the more we learn about this, the more we can see whose fingerprints were on it and that it was a political tactic and that it was funded by the likes of Hillary Clinton. But that's all we heard about was fake, fake news narrative. In fact, I remember commenting at the time, and I got to take a break here, but I remember commenting at the time back in, must have been 2017, maybe 2018, I said that they have stuck to this one thing so long. Now, they invested in Russian collusion with Trump so long, because they really wanted that to be the takeaway. But in doing so, for someone who was astute and paid attention and was a a free thinker, that person could step back and say, they've invested everything in this. They didn't even try to fabricate anything else. Yeah, they talked about Trump's tax returns and all that, but that's, that's child's play, silliness, nerf ball compared to what we're talking about here. In the first six, eight, nine months, whatever it's been, 25 years of Biden's reign, we have, there's not a single thing that's better. It's worse. And they're trying to keep those things from us. The exact opposite behavior in the media. The media wanted us to see the one thing consistently, insidiously, nonstop Trump Russian collusion. They wanted you to think that. They wanted that to seep into your subconsciousness. When Biden is in charge and the, Literally, we have a dumpster fire burning. There may be a a dumpster fire at the White House, as I speak, for all I know. A dumpster fire in this country. Too many things to even keep count, keep track of, as to what is going wrong. Inflation, stagflation, unemployment, people quitting in the workforce, massive spending bills, which we'll talk about next segment, border crisis, Afghanistan, People wanting to mint a trillion dollar trillion dollar coin to fix our debt problem. Nobody talks about it. No one's breathless about it, so a lot of folks assume everything's fine. This is just normal. It's not normal. It's a mess. It's normal when Democrats are running the country. It's normal when the likes of Jimmy Carter are in office. Quick timeouts necessary here. Long in this segment. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So I said during the last segment that I wanted to talk a little bit, a little bit about um, what we talked about yesterday, which happened to be this um, this legislation. The Democrats have, um, you know, they can't get they can't get Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema to budge on the overall price tag, and so they say, "Well, hey, we're going to." Um, we're going to change what we're spending on this, you know, on, on this new build back better nonsense and, but we're not going to scale back the promises we made. And so I said yesterday that they need to explain how that works. If three and a half trillion was the number, um, um, and they said, you know, we can't get that past our own caucus, past the Democrats. Then we need to uh, scale it back to $2 trillion, which is still an incredible amount of money. Um, but nothing's changed, basically. And I said, well, if $2 trillion would do it, why did you, I mean, just to, to make a point. Now, there's more to it. and. It, you know, there's there's time constraints here. We had talked about other other things as well, but I was trying to keep it in, in simple in simple terms. But I do want to take time. I and mean, this was um, from I, I got a text message from a listener who said, you know, I should explain what was going on. Which really, what they've done, what they've done is they're playing accounting games. See, here's here's the problem. I'll, we'll, we'll go through this, and I'll explain it, and we'll talk about it, and many of you know this already anyway. But when we – conservatism always requires an explanation. Liberalism is rooted in emotion, so it just takes a talking point or a good, a good slogan, and we often lose the communication battle because of that. Right, we, we lose the communication battle with a lot of folks because it just doesn't fit into a nice, neat little box. You have to understand and, and take step one to step two and the step three or however many steps there and say, okay, now I understand it. But I also think it's worthwhile to try to at least combat them at their own game, which is if you could do the same thing that you promised to do, for your constituents, basically for the American people, at two trillion, then why did you insist it had to be three and a half? That to me seems like a question that anybody out there, any, any level of logical comprehension should understand. Yeah, that makes sense. If if, if you're going to do it for three and a half, and now you're telling me it's the same thing for two, then why why did you propose three and a half? And then they would have been, at some point, forced to discuss, well, assuming we had an unbiased media, they would be forced to discuss what the listener texted me about, and and the listener's right, there's more to this. So what they've done is, so when, when the Congressional Budget Office scores or gives a dollar value to a certain piece of legislation, they calculate that amount over 10 years so what the democrats have done is they said hey let's not make these say for the full 10 years let's let's give people the same heck you could even give them more right you could potentially in theory put more spending in the short term in a bill and only make it for three years or five years or some such number so that when the Congressional Budget Office scores it, they say, oh, well, this is only this, – this expires or has to be renewed in three years or five, whatever the numbers are. So what they're betting on so, – so it's a two-edged sword. On the one hand, when do you see a federal uh, entitlement program or a, a spending program ever truly get cut – as I shared with, with the folks, uh, the individual that texted me this, it reminds me of the sequester. Remember all – that's been a while now, but you go back in time and you look at all of the fighting that we had to do just to get the sequester to, to stick. That, and that wasn't even for comparatively, in congressional terms, not even that much money. It was in, in real dollars, but in the grand scheme of things, it was for a very, very small percentage of the numbers we're talking about here. And so the Democrats are betting that people are going – they're going to pass this bill, get people hooked on this, and then dare Republicans, uh, if Republicans are in charge, to not renew this after people become accustomed to it and think that they're entitled to it and think, now you're cutting something that I deserve. And so on the one hand, on the one hand, you can say uh, that the Democrats maybe in some ways – This might even be a smarter play, but there's a greater risk, right? The greater risk is that they will not be in power in three years, which right now it doesn't appear that they will, and which no guarantee. But if that's the case, then Republicans really might. I don't know. I don't have a lot of hope in Republicans in general. There's some that I'm uh, convinced would try to repeal this stuff. Anyway. That's what's going on. It's a game of accounting. So I still hold by what I said yesterday, which was I I think you have to communicate it in simple terms. How can you do the same amount with almost half as much money? Why would you offer to pay twice as much for this program if you didn't need to? Well, the reasoning is uh, for, well, for how we just – what we just discussed there. And then you can say well, is that really shooting straight for the American <clears throat> for the American people? Cuz let's say it is. Let's say they keep these programs for 3 years and it's 2 trillion dollars. <throat> well, if these end up being a 10-year bill, right? If it, if this program continues for 10 years, you're actually uh, need to multiply that by 3.3 or whatever the, the number. I think it's 3.3. So a $2 trillion bill over 10 years, if it really gets to that, suddenly becomes whatever that is, 2 times 3.3, um, a much larger bill. Larger than even the $3.5 So you can see how they can play games with this, and this is what a lot of politics is, a lot of games. And, of course, the Congressional Budget Office is always wrong On their estimates, always the experts. There, surprisingly, the experts um, underbid the true cost of a program because they can't calculate the inefficiencies of government. So, anyway, gotta take a break. Quick timeout. Back here in. Thanks for the text, by the way. I appreciate getting the text. Hope that helps clarifying. Back in just a minute. Program brought to you in part by Best In Sight, Best In Sight Eye Care. Two locations: one in Indianapolis, the other in New Pal, New Palestine, uh, on the east side. So, two locations had uh, had the pleasure of getting to know, uh, meeting, and have lunch with Doctor Huffman, one of the uh, well owner and, and one of the eye doctors there, and good folks. Um, best in sight. Excuse me. Best in sight. is their website. Check them out again. Two locations, conveniently located here in the Indianapolis area. Best Be sure to tell them you heard about them here on the Todd Huff Show. So, um, you know, there's lots I want to get to. <clears throat> One of the things I'm going to end up saving to get to is this mess <clears throat> at Loudoun County schools. Um, this is something that's been, by and large, kind of not covered in the media. Uh, but there's a mess at this school district, and that's something that I'm going to star in my stack of stuff for that, to get to later. But basically, this is the, the, the story of um, a girl who was allegedly raped and or assaulted by a transgender student in the girl's bathroom. Parent, the dad is just trying to find uh, questions. The parents have been, from what I'm understanding in these stories, kind of targeted as being uh, homophobic or anti-trans or whatever. He's just saying, I just want to know why why this happened to my daughter, right? I want to know. What why this you know why why this is um so hard to find out information. I wanna know what they're doing to protect other students. So this is a serious serious thing. And originally this was um kind of pointed to by leftists because this father got upset at a school board meeting and they were blaming parents and this kind of leads into the whole Biden uh using the FBI thing. Which, you know, at that school board meeting there were law enforcement, local law enforcement that were taking care of it. They didn't need the FBI. This this whole thing with Biden needing the FBI and and the school board association, needing the FBI at school board meetings is nothing short of trying to intimidate people from speaking out and getting fired up, which they have every right to get fired up at the stupid crap we are allowing to happen in our public schools today with critical race theory, with uh, some of these masking policies, some of this transgender stuff, some of the things that that are being uh, that they're teaching our students, our our kids. Anyway, but this also leads to something else I want to touch on, which is again I, I'm not a big NBA guy, but did you see? Did you see this? So Kyrie Irving, who I'm. <laughs> Not a fan of Kyrie Irving. I mean, whatever. Kyrie Irving is a very good basketball player. But had listen to this. Nets ban the Brooklyn Nets. I about called them the New Jersey Nets. That's what they were when I was a kid. The Nets ban Kyrie Irving from team over vaccination status. So basically, Kyrie Irving wasn't going to get to play or I think even practice at his in, in Brooklyn because of local mandates. And so the team, the, the NBA's got these like like the NFL in a lot of ways, but they've got these stupid rules, right? You 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 can't and they're designed to punish and basically coerce players to get vaccinated. You can't eat with the team, you got to sit in a different part of the plane. You got to wear a mask at certain things. Um, you got to get dressed in a different part of the locker room. But yet you can play. You can sit on the bench and play with the guys. You can take them down to the post. You can, you know, take them off the dribble, back them down, do a turnaround jumper. That's okay, right? You can probably get up in their face if things get intense. Totally fine. No mask necessary. But anytime after that, or before that, depending upon when this, you know, when these different events happen, you got to be secluded. I mean, we're a half step away from putting this, uh, the the scarlet letter on these folks. And again, I'm no defender of some of these some of these individuals and some of the things they do and say. But still, their their freedom of choice here, and that's the thing here. This the nets. It is it's remarkable to me. And this was uh, from a statement from the Nets general manager. It actually said, Kyrie has made a personal choice and we respect his individual right to choose. Currently, his choice restricts his ability to be a full-time member of the team and we will not permit any of our, uh, any member of our team to participate with part-time availability. So do you really respect his individual choice? I mean, this is remarkable what we've allowed to happen here. Remember, this all started with 15 days to slow the spread. Quick timeout back here in just a minute. <laughs> Yesterday we talked about the administration, they're getting together, right? They got a bottleneck czar, they're going to fix, they're going to fix the economy. And I got to be honest with you, I find myself wondering after seeing the headlines come out of this meeting that happened with Biden, Biden's people, um, who Biden didn't even take questions yet again. And that they've, they've totally told this guy, no more questions. You continually screw this stuff up. Um, you are embarrassing us. I don't know if they tell him that, but that's exactly why. Anyway, but part of me wonders if we're being set up here, right? The first step we had yesterday was that Americans were told, hey, we don't know if you can get stuff at Christmas. We don't know. And this conjures up emotions. So you get you got the whole Christmas thing. You got, man, can I get my kids toys? What are we going to do? Then you got the memories of toilet paper shortages and all these other things. Onion rings at one point in time, I think, were a shortage. Maybe they still are at restaurants. Just random uh, chips for vehicles, microchips. So you put that message out there. Then you call in the big corporations to the White House, right? The corporations that the White House always demonizes, but yet the corporations, the corporations who seem to walk hand in glove with liberals and liberal policies, because among other things, if they get in with these folks, they know there's benefits, and they also know that a government that has a lot of requirements actually makes the barrier to entry for new competitors to come onto the scene, it makes it really, really difficult for people that are starting up. In fact, a lot of things that people that started in their garages today couldn't do so today with some of the onerous rules and regulations that folks have to deal with. So anyway, so then you call them into the White House, you have a meet with the bottlenecks are, meet with Biden, then they leave. They come up with some sort of generic statement, agreement, and then suddenly we may have goods at Christmas. And it's just the way that the liberals do this. They reminds me in... 2008, when oh, the old Biden-Bama administration saved us from a Great Depression, right? They they can only tell us what they saved us from. They can't actually fix anything. If they didn't act exactly how they were going to act or how they did act, we would be dealing with a second Great Depression. I'm skeptical of this because the headlines coming out of this say that Walmart and FedEx and UPS are now, after meeting with the White House, going to work 24-7. I thought these folks work 24-7 anyway. I'm just skeptical about this. Quick timeout. Back in just a minute. Welcome back. And I'm, am I supposed to believe that these executives, and in fairness, what are they supposed to say? FedEx, UPS, Walmart. What are they supposed to say? When they have these meetings Are they supposed to go out there and say We've already decided to do all these things This is a dog and pony show They're not going to do that The headline after this meeting is is offensive Should be offensive to these folks White House calls them in and says Walmart, FedEx, UPS Are now going to go 24-7 To address the supply bottlenecks Well what were they doing before? Were they just totally helpless until Biden stepped in The bottlenecks are This is stupid Stupid is what it is, I've got to go S D G C tomorrow take care As I look-